Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Cross Productions, where we bring you media inspired by God. I am your host, Marjan Kemkem, and today we have our very first podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my full testimony. You can find a, a shorter version of it on YouTube, so go check that out at The Cross Productions on YouTube. But anyways, I hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. I am Marjan Kemkem, founder of The Cross Productions, and this is my testimony. So I started going to church when I was younger. My grandmother, she would always take us to church every Sunday. You know, we do the whole Sunday school thing, the, you know, sing worship songs and listen to our pastor, you know, preach the word of God. You know, it was just the, it was the typical, you know, church experience that a lot of us go through. You know, going to church because your family is going and you feel forced a little bit. And, you know, with that, you know, church isn't always perfect. There's a lot of human things that happen, you know, drama, you know, people arguing about things and just the whole, you know, the whole thing. Um, but when I was eight years old, I was sexually abused by an older boy that was... You know, he was several years older than me. Um, the abuse happened for for about three years, happened on a regular basis. And at that time, I didn't know how to process it, really. You know, I was young, so I, I didn't really know what to think about it. But all I remember is just, you know, there was, there was a lot of pain, a lot of suffering that happened that I felt, you know, during those times. And my abuser, he even even threatened me saying that if I told anybody that he was going to kill me and even went as far as shaming me about the whole thing saying that what would people think of you if they find out that this was happening to you and stuff like that so as a result I grew up just as a, a very shy kid you know I didn't really like speaking up about things I would hold on to you know just certain feelings of how I felt about things and what I felt inside a lot was just resentment, you know, hatred, anger, just a lot of suffering, a lot of, you know, violence that was happening inside of me. But, you know, a couple of years after, you know, after it stopped happening, you know, I experienced my first, you know, first experience with death. My grandmother, she passed away in 2000. I forgot, 2010, I believe, yeah, 2010. And, you know, right around that time period, I was, you know, going through all this turmoil. You know, I was still going to church, but um, I just had a lot of questions, you know, a lot of questions to God. You know, why would, why would this happen to me? You know, why am I suffering like this? And I felt like I was just suffering so much, and I just had so much anger. And at that time, you know, I... I really and honestly, I, I lost faith in God. Um, I stopped believing in God, even though I was still going to church, and I was still part of you know the the worship band. I, I played I played guitar, I played the bass, but you know that whole time I was just had so much doubt. You know I became you know an atheist, you know agnostic, and just really stopped believing. But around senior year, you know I I regained some of my faith and I, I gained a spark. You know. 
from from one of my friends who who presented during art class, saying you know presented a, a piece of artwork that was inspired you know you know towards God and how she got a, a lot or she got out of a you know very just like hurtful situation just by by her faith, and you know that that planted the seed for me and you know I started believing you know a little bit again but it wasn't full on perfect you know, but but after high school. Um, even though I was like doing really well in school and and really good at education, I decided that you know education you know wasn't for me. You know I didn't want to go to college after high school, and with that I I just decided to enlist in the military. I joined the United States Air Force, and you know from there my my life just like took off, and you know God blessed me with that whole experience, just with allowing me to just travel to see the world. Have all these great adventures, um, serve my country, you know, with pride, I guess, with with dignity, and just have like all these experiences that, you know, you know people want, you know, going to parties, you know, country hopping, and having like all these cool friends doing all these amazing things. But I remember particularly, we went on a snowboarding trip in Austria. You know, we went to Nasfeld, you know, the the, the ski resort. And I was, you know, on top of this mountain, you know, with my snowboard. And I remember, you know, feeling just really empty and feeling miserable, you know. And, you know, how could that be? You know, I'm doing all these great things. I'm, I'm making good money, living in Italy, you know, traveling Europe, you know, having all these crazy adventures, snowboarding, mount, uh, you know, rock climbing and doing all these water sports and stuff like that. But... At the end of the day, I was feeling miserable, and I just didn't know why. But you know, as we drove back home from that trip, I was I was sitting in the the back seat of, and I was looking out at the window, and it was very sunny towards that afternoon, and I think I saw a butterfly. I'm not sure, but it felt like a butterfly. But it was just very sunny that day, and you know, there was a, a voice in my head. It said something, it just said one word, it was God. It just said God. And, you know, at that moment, you know, I started to realize what I was, what I was missing. You know, I was you know, missing God. You know, God was the one thing that I wasn't, you know, focusing on. But, you know, after that moment, you know, it, you know things like that happen. And it's another, you know, roller coaster ride and go downhill again and you find God again. And it was just like that for those, those couple years in, in the military um, and I was, you know, just still searching, you know, searching for answers, you know. Um, but, you know, one of the hardest things I, I had to do in my life was, you know, join the military. And one of the other hardest things to do was to leave it. Because, you know, I, I thought, you know, the military was going to be my thing. I thought I was going to stay there for, for 20 years. But it just wasn't for me, you know. And I made the decision to leave. And this was at around the time, it was in 2020, you know, um, around the time the whole COVID pandemic, pandemic was about to, you know, hit the world. And it was crazy because, you know, you know, prior to, you know, being on lockdown, I had to, I had to make a drive, you know, from New Jersey to California, because that's where I was stationed at. And I had to take all my belongings and just make an East Coast to West Coast trip, you know, and it was just insane, but... You know, when, when I got back home, finally to California, you know, I had all these baggages, you know, internally and like 
physically too. Like, like I had my truck was just packed, and I had to move all that stuff into my my little room, and my room was just a mess, you know. And it was just you know symbolic of you know all the baggages that I had inside. So I knew, you know, during that time that I had to you know really take my time to detox and just clear out the clutter inside my own life and and lockdown was happening too at that time so it was it was just a perfect time for that you know and so I did that you know for that whole year and and but at around um you know the the beginning of 2021 you know the new year you know after 2020 um I found myself in a place where I wasn't supposed to be I felt like I was tricked by the devil honestly and I was in jail you know I was it was the middle of the night and I was I was in a jail and the funny thing is I in the military I was a military police and I've seen I've been on the other side of you know being the person you know detaining you know the detainees and putting them in the cell and this time I was on the the other side of that and it was just, you know, mind-blowing. But, you know, I was sitting there, you know, just by myself and, you know, quiet and the bright lights. And I thought for sure my life was over, honestly. And, you know, I was just thinking about all the stuff that I could do to get out of it. You know, you know, I have to get a lawyer and, you know, plead the fifth. And I would have to tell my parents, you know, I would have to tell my school, you know, I was in in college at that time, you know, with the whole Zoom class and stuff like that, I had to tell my friends that I was going to be in trouble. And, you know, just all these thoughts just came up. But then I decided to just, you know, pray. I, I prayed about it. And, you know, I haven't prayed in a long time before that. I mean, I mean, that kind of prayer, this type of prayer was just like, you know, I was begging, you know, I was begging God. I was asking Jesus, you know, like, please, you know, get me out of this situation. I'll do anything, you know, I'll, I'll be a preacher, I'll you know, spread the word of God, I'll be an evangelist, you know, anything, just just please get out of, get me out of this mess. And, you know, um, after, you know, two hours sitting in that cell, it was, it was time for me to, to be interviewed by the detective and tell them what was going on. Um, and the first thought that came to my mind was, you know, plead the fifth, you know, get a lawyer, because, you know, I was, I, I was definitely guilty, like, of something, you know, at least. And, but then another, another voice came to mind and it said, you know, the truth will set you free. You know, it was just, it was a clear, you know, intention. It was a clear feeling. It was the truth will set you free. And, you know, I eventually decided to just, you know, tell the truth, you know, s you tell the detective what was going on, what I did, why I was there and just decided just to face the consequences of whatever. And, at least at the end of the day, you know, I, I would have my dignity and, you know, face things with, with truth. And, you know, I felt after that, you know, after the detective left, I felt, you know, the air cleared a bit, you know, and I just like a huge weight just fell off my shoulders. And, you know, 30 minutes after that, um, um, I realized I was free to go. And it was crazy because they didn't fingerprint me. They didn't put it, anything in my record or anything like that. And I even asked the detective, you know, what's next after this? You know, surely I would have to show up to like a, 
a court case or something. And she was just like, nope, you're free to go. Just don't do it again. And, you know, at that moment, I was just so relieved. You know, I was so thrilled. Like God really, you know, got me a get out of jail free card. You know, he, he pulled me out of the rungs of hell, you know, pulled me out of my own like insanity really. And my life changed after that. You know, I felt like the person that was in that cell that, that night, you know, they died and I be, just became a different person. But, you know, you know, a couple months after that, you know, was another roller coaster ride and, and you know, it was more just trials of, you know, just trying to face a lot of the internal demons that I had and just like pulling them out and going back and forth and stuff like that. But, you know, eventually... Um, I felt like I ran out of, out of options, you know, it was during the summer and I took another trip, you know, to one of my favorite beaches. I was at a Moonstone Beach, you know, and um, I forgot the name of the, the city. What was it? Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I just took a trip and I really, I ran out of options, you know, about, you know, where my direction is going, at, at least as far as, you know, what kind of, what's going to bring me fulfillment and, you know, and, and that... Those days, you know, in that time, I was, you know, still caught up in the, you know, looking for success, you know, worldly success, looking for fame, you know, trying to make a lot of money, you know, looking for the right woman. And I felt like I ran out of options. And the last option that I was left with was, was God. And, you know, at that moment, it was again, you know, to put God first. And, you know, that's what I stuck with. And, you know, I was at ground zero. So, you know, the only, Thing left was to go up and at around that time it was you know time for me to go back to school you know to actually go to campus and attend college and be around students and be in person and you know God really always gives you opportunities just to to experience things that are gonna you know help you grow and you know I was still trying to you know reintegrate back into society and be around, I guess, normal people and, you know, have that, like, regular mindset instead of that whole military mindset that's a little bit sadistic, but, you know, it is what it is, and I got the opportunity to, you know, go to church camp, you know, I was 26 years old, first time going to church camp, and, you know, I was not going to pass up a, a trip to Catalina Islands, you know, that's like, a no-brainer, right? But the thing is, um, I didn't really know anybody at first. You know, I mean, I've texted people, you know, with that group, and I have never really met anybody. And you know, my anxiety just like went through the roof. You know, I I was a stranger to everybody, and but you know, as the time went on, you know, I started meeting people and just getting to know everybody. But you know, during that whole camp experience, um, it felt like uh, I was in the military again. You know. Um, because we had to go on a boat, and once we get off the boat, they tell us to grab a random bag that's not yours. And that just felt like, because it was just so many people too, and we had to like really physically like go up, you know, walk through dirt and like line up our bags and stuff like that. And we had to stay in cabins and bunk with people, and that just triggered like a whole, the whole military experience again. But, you know, you know, God likes to put stuff you know, lets, lets you experience similar events just to help you, you know, grow and indoctrinate you into, you know, another, you know, another situation in your, in your life. And that's what that was. But during one of the, during one of the conferences that we had, we did a, a guided meditation 
And during this guided meditation, we, we looked inside this backpack, you know, to see what was holding us back. And Jesus was standing in front of us too. And what was inside my backpack, it was my rifle. You know, it was my gun. And during the military, I, I was a military policeman and we worked with weapons all the time. And, um, you know, I saw during that meditation, I, I gave my, my rifle to, to Christ. And in turn, he transformed it into, into a video camera. And for me, that was a moment that kind of, you know, signified, if that's the right word, or but, but pretty much locked in the whole idea that, you know, that life that I had, that whole mindset that I had beforehand was no longer going to fit into the new, the new life that, it was, that was waiting for me, you know? And, and, and with that too, you know, like during that time, I was changing how I did art, you know? I was like making gospel music now and changed the way I, I did music. And even then I was um, leading towards changing the way I made films. You know, because, um, you know, prior to going camp, there was an incident that happened at the cast of Rust where there was an accidental discharge of a firearm that, you know, killed one of the, one of the DPs. And, you know, that, that whole incident really got to me because here I was, you know, working with weapons, you know, focused on weapon safety and all that. And, you know, I'm, tr I'm approaching this new, new career field of, you know, being on film, you know, acting, you know working with video cameras as my tool. And I realized then that, you know, those two things, they can't, for, for me at least, you know, they can't work together anymore. They just can't merge together. So I, I decided, you know, to no longer, you know, make films, create stuff that involve guns. And for me, that was like something major because that used to be, you know, the cornerstone of like, you know, how I produce my work. It was about you know action you know about it was about like glorified violence and stuff like that but but now i decided to just change it and direct my my creative energy towards towards god and the crazy thing is you know i realized you know that source that i had before of where i drew from you know from from the military or from being a warrior you know in that sense um you know i felt like that fuel was running out you know from that source and once I started, you know, getting my toes wet and really creating based on God's inspiration, you know, I, there was just so much more life from that, just mo so much more information and just so much more music, just so much more ideas and so much more action, you know, coming from that source. But, you know, anyways, as um, camp went about, um, you know, there was a hike that was planned on Sunday, you know. There was going to be a group hike, you know, to see the, the sunrise in the morning and we'd have to like bring our flashlights and hike through the night. But prior to that, you know, Saturday night, I, I stayed up with a, a small group of people and we just talked at the beach and just talked about life. And it was a very, you know, transformative experience. But, you know, um, some of us agreed to go on the hike the following day. But, you know, as we, you know met up with the group, with the whole group, and 15 minutes into the hike, you know, the, the group that I was original, originally with, they realized that it was not going to be a good idea to keep on going. The hike was just too treacherous, and they didn't get enough sleep. And, you know, I decided to, you know, walk them down back to the base and, 
you know, I left the, the other group and after I got them to camp, you know, I realized, you know, it was, it was my time to shine. And I knew I had to like get on top of that mountain. And it was like another, another mission for me, you know, it's, I had no sleep prior, you know, and I was just tired. I just, I ate some ramen beforehand and it was like another, another mission, another military experience, but in the civilian world. So, you know, right there and then I, I took off. You know, the other group was probably a mile and a half already in and I had some catching up to do. So I pushed the pace and I ran a couple of times and, but it was hard, you know, honestly, and it was dark and the, it was, the trail was super steep. Sometimes I didn't know where I was going and I really had to rely on faith to, to you know, I really had to rely on just my instincts and trusting God that I was going the right way and, and you know, I was hallucinating a little bit too because I got no sleep, so... I was imagining like some demons like lurking or the devil lurking or some deer or, you know, it was just a crazy, crazy time. But eventually, you know, as the other group approached the last leg, you know, I I finally caught up to them. You know, I just sprinted towards them and some, they saw me and they were like, oh my goodness, you know, that's crazy. This is like a superhero and stuff like that. But, you know, I experienced a lot of those, those things, you know, those circumstances uh, throughout my whole life of just proving and showing, you know, what I'm capable of during like very tough times. And what I realized is that, you know, it wasn't me that, you know, behind, behind that. It was, it was God, you know, God was the one that provided, you know, all that energy and all that, you know, the motivation, you know, to, to go through all of that. And what what I realized is that, you know, when I was, you know, as we were on top of the mountain and there's another mountain that we got to climb and, you know, we you know with your faith, you can move mountains, you know, with the faith of God, you can move, overcome any obstacle. And, you know, it just, I just finally understood that for this, for the longest time, you know, as I was going through my own mountains, you know, overcoming my own battles that, you know, overcoming my own traumas, you know, my, from my sexual abuse, from, you know, trauma that I experienced in the family and stuff like that. It was, I was just trying to do everything, you know, on my own, you know, I was just trying to prove how, how strong I was, you know, I had God, you know, honestly, but God was like, like a sidekick, you know, and I was just trying to try to do everything through me and, you know, my ego and stuff like that. But once I started to just allowing, you know, the Lord to, you know, take over, you know, just surrender, you know, you know, like let Jesus take the wheel. That's when I felt like I was, I finally made it, you know, for the longest time I thought I was, like missing the target. I was super close to the target, but I was like running circles around it, but I was missing the whole point. And the whole point really is is God, you know, connecting with God and really trusting God with everything and letting, you know, the love of the Lord just work through you. And, and you know, I, I finally realized that. And, you know, life's just been great for me, you know, these past couple of weeks and life's just been flowing and, I feel good every day. I feel saved. I feel salvation every single day. And, you know, with that, you know, I like to live my life now. I like to live my life like like Jesus would, you know. I, I try to follow, follow Jesus and what would Jesus do, right? And, you know, Jesus to me, like, proved, like, how how wonderful, how amazing us humans could be. He was, he showed what we were capable of and he showed us, you know, what true power really is. 
because you know back in the day you know when when he was alive you know the roman empire was you know at the at its highest you know at, at its highest it was the most powerful nation in the world and at that time you know power was about dominating the enemy you know conquering as many lands as you can and submitting as many people as you can and you know jesus with all the power in the world showed us you know without even like lifting a sword without like killing anybody he showed us what true power is and that's through service he you know he healed the blind he cast out demons you know helped people with their mental health he fed the thousands, you know, he walked on water and did all these, these crazy miracles, you know, just to show that, you know, this is what true power is about, is about the power of your heart and what you can do to serve humanity. And with that too, you know, he got betrayed by one of his followers and he was crucified on a cross. And at the end of the day, he rose from the dead. And, you know, what that really showed was that no matter what happens in life, you know, regardless of... Who betrays you who tries to kill you you know it's like you don't lose you don't have to lose that place in your heart you know you you know even after that you know jesus still loved everybody no matter who you were if if you were jewish if you were from rome if you were a tax collector if you were you know a prostitute you know no matter what you know jesus still loves you you know god still loves you and you know we need to realize that we all have the potential inside you know we all can become like Jesus and, you know, God gave us the authority to do that, you know, to really help, help people, you know, to feed the thousands, you know, you don't need to have magic powers to feed people, you know, we have the resources we need. You don't need magic powers to mentor somebody or to help somebody in need. We all have that capacity to do so and, you know, that's God's highest calling for that. And, you know, it, it really takes me back to this whole new you know production that i'm i'm doing and you know i had to rebrand it and it, it was another name before that but now it's um you know the cross productions you know before it was just like I had my picture on it and it was really about me honestly and now it's more it's it's about god you know it's about you know creating media inspired by god because i feel that you know the stuff we listen to the stuff we watch really, you know, they stick with us. They're going to be the programs that we run our life with. And I want to create programs that are inspired by God, you know, inspired by the word that shows love, that shows compassion, that shows really overcoming our obstacles and letting nothing stand in our way and allowing us to maintain, you know, that spirit of Christ throughout whatever storm that we may be experiencing in our lives. And, you know, that's my mission now. And, you know, I'm super excited and I'm super honored to, you know, to allow, you know, really the spirit of the Lord to work through me. And I never thought my life was going to be like this. And because I'm going to be honest, I thought, you know, making quote unquote um, Jesus films or Christian films was kind of cheesy and making music this way and putting your hands up and praising the Lord was cheesy. But, you know, you know, life happens and in the most unexpected ways. And and now I'm I'm headed towards that path of just you know, glorifying God and living my, my highest purpose through, you know, through God's guidance and allowing him to just work through me rather than me trying to use his power, you know. But anyways, with that, um, thank you so much. I'm excited to see where this work is going to move forward. Um, there's going to be a lot to come, you know, like the ideas, they're just endless. They're just like coming in as they are. And 
And really, I'm very excited to, you know, share, you know, this ministry with you all and tune in again, you know, subscribe, you know, support, show support, share it. And, you know, we're in this together, you know, and whether or not you believe in Jesus Christ or whether or not you're a Christian or whatnot, you know, this, this, you know, this, these films, this media is for everybody, you know, it's universal. The lessons of love, the lessons of Jesus, the lessons of God, you know, they're universal, so... Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you guys. And, you know, it's towards God. You know, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's not about me. It's, it's about God. And I'm so excited that you guys are willing to just tune in and to listen. But God bless. Peace, love, joy. You know, everybody just, you know, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much.